What's going on, PNH Nation? This is the host of the North Sports Now podcast, Oliver Buckley. Have a really exciting episode for you today. We're going to be talking about all things football, volleyball, soccer. Going to be talking about audiences back in the stands and the hype around the Barstool Northside Instagram account. It's going to be a really great episode for you guys, and I hope you enjoy. What's going on, PNH Nation? This is your host, Oliver Buckley, and join with me every single episode Kenny Sigler on the other side what's up glad to be here Alrighty, so football is off to an amazing start so far 2-0 first time since 2016 so the games have been kind of in a blowout so far um, 50 up against uh, Cape Girardeau and then 80 up against uh, McClure North so really good numbers being put up in those games amazing offensive and defensive performances um, I went to the McClure North game that was hosted at Parkway South. It was technically a home game, but because of stadium light issues, we were not actually able to be at home. But it was a great game. Um, you know, the uh, electricity was amazing. Um, just like having crowds back at football games is like, you know, the best part of high school sports. For sure. It kind of makes me uh, miss playing. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. makes me wish I still played. But, uh, yeah, I think this new playbook is really going great for us, focusing on speed, and our defense is just unstoppable. I mean, we're not going to be uh, able to be blown out by any team from yeah. what it looks like. Um, that's another thing that I've heard a lot about is the playbook change. Uh, can you tell me more about that? Yeah, so basically North has a lot of small numbers right now. However, our numbers are in speed. So we have a lot of fast wideouts and running backs. We might be small, but we are definitely a lot in better shape than the other teams and a lot faster. I don't know how the discipline is going to be against Marquette next week, but as far as the new playbook goes, I think it's working really well. And with the schedule we have, it's a smart move. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the Marquette matchup in a bit, but uh, one of the biggest like uh, attention grabbers of this past season has been the uh, Barstool uh, Instagram account, Barstool Northside Instagram account. Um, that's been really interesting to watch, run by two seniors um and just all the hype that's being like drawn around them uh it's been really entertaining just to like you, you know f last year we didn't really have this community around school sports you know audiences for the most part could not attend uh things like football games volleyball games soccer matches um you know track meets it was very limited attendance and the attendance that was there was mostly parents so having the student body really r rally around these events is really exciting to see Oh, yeah, it's a great way to jack audiences in, and I think it's really positive for the school community. Yeah, especially because, you know, there's these other schools, um, you know, like Kirkwood and uh, Parkway West, you know, that have these really big, um, like, uh, fan bases around their sports. Um, so it's nice for North to kind of be part of that conversation as well. And it's awesome as a small public school uh, to have this type of fan base because the crowds, you know, they used to be really big, but as our school population has dwindled due to district lines, we really are seeing... Um, and COVID. And COVID. Yeah. Uh, what was it? We have 900 kids now. We used to have... A little like, over 900. A little over 900, and we used to have 1,000. I think... 1,000. It was always pretty small. Yeah, it was 1,100, I think, was our freshman year. Yeah. Now that it's dwindling, we have uh, numbers that are really passionate, it seems. So everyone's connected and everyone knows each other, especially the senior class this year, which is something to be really excited about. And it just all the merrier for Barstool North being created. Yeah, created. definitely. And, you know, in the past, like, you know, when it comes to, like, basketball games and stuff like that, you know, when the 
um, girls varsity squad would like go to the playoffs and you know like I genuinely feel that we have the best student section in the district but I mean that was really proven uh last Friday you know just like the hype from the crowd it was amazing um so yeah keep oh, it yeah. up north yeah I mean I remember central like they used to have people coming out dragging out to their soccer games my freshman year and now it seems like tables have turned yeah <laughs> Um, but horns down. <laughs> horns down, yeah. <laughs> so this Friday, uh, September 10th, we're going to be going up against Marquette. It's going to be an away game, but um, because of Barstool Northside, everyone knows about the game, and a lot of people are going to be showing up to that, despite it being an away game. You know, we it? show up, we show out. Jersey theme? Jersey theme. Uh, just beat out whiteout theme. There was a voting on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, Jersey just narrowly beat it. Um, so if you have any sports uh, paraphernalia, whether it's jerseys, T-shirts, hat, come out and bring it to the game. It's going to be a lot of fun. But For one sure. of the things, looking at the Marquette game itself, um, you know, Marquette is a bigger school. I believe they are class five. Um, so it's going to be this is definitely not a mismatch. I definitely feel like we will be able to compete uh, with Marquette. But it's not going to be like when we go up against these smaller schools like Cape Central and McClure North. Yeah, and you know, coming back, I think, four years ago, we didn't get blown out by Marquette, but by no means was it close. They definitely had the upper hands, and then a year later, we did get blown out by Marquette, but I think it's going to be a lot different this year. Although Marquette is a very disciplined team, I think North's new playbook might just do us justice in keeping the edge, and with our defense, lots of experienced people on the offensive line, but you know, as far as defense goes, I don't think there's a chance of us getting blown out again. Yeah, no, the defense has been really impressive, you know, just putting up a lot of sacks, a lot of blocks, um, just like a, a lot of really good stops. Like, um, it's hard for teams to get a lot of mileage on us. So if we keep it up, we keep up the defensive intensity, I think that's going to be the biggest priority going into this next game. For sure, and I think we have to match their discipline too. I mean, everyone has to know their role and each other's role, holding each other accountable on the on the field. Yeah, no, everyone just needs to be locked in. Um, but, you know, one of the... Not scarier things because we have no fear on the north side. Um, you know, because Marquette is a bigger school, I think the crowd is also going to affect that because, you know, Marquette has around 700 more people that go that's yeah. in that student body. All those Rockwood district schools, yeah. Yeah. So another thing that's been kind of a topic of conversation that north has been uh, reclassified, right? Redistricted? Reclassified? Correct. Yeah. Um, so we're playing smaller schools which is great for us, but it also means that there's the off chance when we play a larger school and that, uh, you know, that brings a lot of, like, you know, intensity, having to work harder, but, you know, you have, uh, you know, teams like Rockwood Summit playing, uh, like last week, Rockwood Summit played against Parkwood West, uh, sorry, uh, Marquette, and it was an absolute blowout. Um, so when these, you know, even bigger schools play these smaller schools, I mean, you know, we saw it when last week when we played, um, McClure North, like you tend to have these scenarios where it is a blowout and, you know, that can be demoralizing for teams. But what I think is meant in this game is either to be an amazing game where we pull through and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch, or it's going to be a lesson, um, and we'll come back from it stronger. Yeah, and you know, being reclassified on a two-year schedule could be very interesting for us because we still get some of the same feel as last year with some of the same teams in our, in our schedule, but we do have some of those easier teams, so it's going to be a matter of, well, maybe we play an easy team, but you have to keep the rhythm going. You know, you can't settle for 
a close match but a win. You know, winning might solve a lot of issues uh, on the field, but off the field coming into practice, you have to find a way to keep that momentum going. And especially with the crowd we have this year, I think it'll help a lot. But against schools like Marquette, it just you know it's really going to be up to uh, not just the players but the atmosphere. Every inch goes into this game. Yeah, um, you know that that crowd is really a crucial part of you know all sports, but high school sports specifically because you know like you know when you're a professional um, and you're you know you're playing, you know you get a touchdown, you have like you know these thousands of thousands of people cheering for you. But in the high school level, it's a much more personal connection because those are your friends in the stands. Those are some of your family members in the stands. You know, you want to play out more in that kind of way. You know, you can think about it like, uh, you know, last week, marching band was playing. I'm, I'm in the trumpet section. Uh, I had a solo, not to brag, but, um, you know, just having my friends being able to cheer for me after we play some really cool stuff. You know, um, it's a real, like, confidence booster, and it makes you want to play harder. It makes you want to be better. So, you know, audience, now that we can actually have those environments, is uh, a huge factor to um, how these games are being played. Oh, yeah. As an athlete right now, just thinking about it, I'm getting goosebumps from the bleachers just rattling, you know, after you score an amazing goal or uh, something great happens on the defensive side of things. It really, anything, uh, every ounce of the crowd really goes into the game. And speaking of which, uh, girls volleyball. Yeah. We're having a crowd for that, and that's pretty exciting to me because I think it's one of those sports that, you know, sometimes it doesn't get as much praise as it deserves. Yeah. Um, next for girls varsity volleyball game is going to be in the lower gym on Wednesday. So uh, please go to that. You know, they're, uh, a lo- it's a lot of fun to go to. I went to the game last Tuesday against Clayton. Uh, not the result they would have liked, but it was still such a fun time. You know, just having everyone cheering. Um, even if you're like me and I only kind of half understand how volleyball works and cheer for the wrong things, it's yeah. still, it's still a great time. Um, and you know, it's a real bonding moment, you know? So oh, yeah. having audiences like at any sport, whether it's football, soccer, volleyball, golf, I don't know how golf audiences work, but I'm sure they're there. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's great. It's perfect for sports. You know? Oh yeah. And volleyball is one of those sports. I mean, it's fun to watch and it's fun to play. If you know a little bit about the game and you know, even just one person on the court, it can make it a lot more fun to cheer for. So I really recommend everyone comes out who can. I mean, this year we have a lot of noticeable seniors that's been on the program for four years straight, uh, through the JV varsity, that upper level type of feel. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And you know, all the teams are really fun to watch, you know, the freshman team, JV team, varsity team, you know, volleyball is just one of those like really electric sports where there's always something happening. Um, so yeah, definitely check out our girls, uh, this season. They're going to be doing a great job and, uh, looking forward to seeing how they do for the rest of the season. For sure. Yeah. Transitioning. Cause we have a little bit more time. Uh, the soccer situation, uh, with, uh, JV, um, c- uh, tell us a little bit about that, Kenny. So basically at the beginning of the year, we didn't seem to have as many numbers as we thought we've had. Uh, in the past, we had a lot of people um, recently uh, kind of drop out last second. So then it became a recruiting game at the beginning of the year for a lot of the upperclassmen and people that have just been on varsity for maybe more than one or two years uh, trying to get uh, kids out with minimal to no experience just to have a fun time. There's a lot of kids right now that have gained experience just ha- playing soccer their freshman year, coming in with zero experience. So it was really important for us to build a family type of vibe uh, and make sure people are welcome in there. And literally just today, we had, I think, I- I'm not sure exactly, but 
closer to a full team, a full roster team, which would be 18 players, for those of you that don't know, uh, out for the JV. And that has not happened before. It's just happened in the middle of the season almost. So it's kind of a rare experience. Are you um, excited for these JV prospects coming in? I'm really excited uh, for them and for the program ahead of me. After I graduate, I'll be sure to still follow it. Uh, this, I mean, having it just happen was really it was a real surprise to me because I saw, you know, some of the recruits that we pulled in during the freshman orientation come in, and today I just found like ten more people that I just you know either it was like recruits that we lost track of or people I've never even seen before, and it's really exciting because. When you tell these freshman recruits, hey, bring your friends, uh, it's going to be a fun time, you don't really expect them to until they've had a good time. So it's kind of paying off that they're feeling welcome uh, to the program, and we're having a lot of fun as well, from the varsity experience guys to the newcomers. Yeah. When it comes to like recruiting, though, like do you just like pick out anyone, or like you see in the lunch crowd, and you're like, "Yeah, that kid looks fast. Let's talk to him." <laughs> uh, it's a combo of both, because I mean, by zero experience, I literally mean you don't need any experience <laughs> to play. Uh, it's not that our program is absolutely suffering; it's more the fact that it makes it more fun whenever you're trying a sport for the first time, and it's just good for you and it's good for the uh, program having people from all different levels. So, yeah, you know, you go over to the lunch table and we're like, hey, that guy's sitting on. Let's get him to come out. Let's, you know, get him to bring some friends. Or it'll be one guy that looks somewhat athletic and he's sitting around a group of table with five other guys who are, and he looks, you know, pretty well-rounded, pretty popular, uh, as some might say. So you go to that guy and you're like, hey, you don't need an experience. You look pretty fast. You look pretty athletic. Our JV coaches are great, really chill. It's a fun time. We bring out varsity kids that, haven't had any experience uh, up until their freshman year. Show them that for an example. And then before you know it, that one kid decides to join and everyone else around the lunch table joins too. And this is, you know, that's what we're seeing today as of uh, September 7th. Yeah. Speaking of coaching, uh, soccer team got a new coach this year. Uh, how are you feeling about him? Uh, I really like him. Uh, I think it's a lot better uh, from our last year. He's strict, but it's only because he wants us to be successful and his vision of the game uh, matches ours. So, And he knows uh, what to expect from us, and we know what to expect from him. So it's really good to hold each other accountable in that way. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's about all the time that we have. Thank you, PNH Nation, to listen to the North Sports Now podcast. This has been Oliver Buckley, and this has been Kenny Sigler. We will catch you guys in the next episode. See you guys.